Hello, everyone. Welcome to the core on WEGL 91.1. I am your host, Jackson, and today is a special episode. We have today the second episode of the core interview series. So for those who do not know, the core interview series is a special set of episodes where we take bands, we bring them into the studio, and we just talk about them. We deep dive into their history, where they're from, a little bit about the music that they play and that they may have written and recorded over time. And for today's episode, we have a band all the way from Birmingham, Alabama. This is a band called Power Sync. Guys, welcome into the studio. Just go ahead and begin by introducing yourselves for those listening right now. What do you do in the band? What's your name? Everything like that. Okay. Uh, I'm, uh, my name is Josh Clark. I am the vocalist for Power Sync. Uh, my name is Billy, and I play drums. My name is Cody, and I play guitar and do backup vocals. Right, so everyone, is PowerSync a three-man band or a four-man band? That's a four. Uh, actually, like three weeks ago, our drummer just dipped out on us. So Billy was playing bass, and he took over drums just to pick up. Because we had so many shows booked, we had to do something. Because I saw footage. I think it was one of Jeremy's shows that he booked. It was the Valentine's Day show, I believe. And I saw that you were doing drums for that. And I was like, isn't he the, isn't he the bass player? Or isn't <laughs> Hold on a second. But uh, I'm sure that show went that show went fun. Like, how oh, was yeah, it? Oh, yeah. That, that was a really blast. Show, for sure. It was a good show? Heck oh, yeah. Definitely. That's what we love to hear, especially like trying to get scenes going in places that you wouldn't think have them. So hopefully the show tonight that you guys are playing with Septarian, Chromouth, and Blood, hopefully that one pulls off very nicely and we can start getting more shows here in like Auburn-Montgomery area. So that's what I'm kind of hoping for. And hopefully we can have you guys back for some future shows as that well. Be sure. That'd be really sick. So what drove each of you guys to like metal and punk? What was your introduction into that scene? <clears throat> well, we're all pretty pretty old, so like we've been doing it for a while. <laughs> we've been going to shows for a while, so Tony Hawk video. Oh, okay. that's true. Yeah, there you go. I would say stuff like that. Listening to punk on that. That's yeah. good. So did you guys have a, when y'all started, who is kind of your gateway band, if you had to say, if you had one? Or bands, to make it easier. Like. Mine would probably be uh, Slipknot. Oh. The, the old Slipknot, that first album with, you know, the actual members. The self-titled? Yep. Okay. I was about to say, like, make feet kill repeat. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I wouldn't, try, I wouldn't count that one. <laughs> no, no, no. I, was, I didn't hear that one until way after I'd heard the first, that other one. I didn't even know that one existed. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, I was like. I was like, Four years later, I was like, huh, that's not quite as good, but, you know. <laughs> and, like, some of the songs from the first self-titled album are on Mate, Feed, Kill, Repeat. Yeah, but they, Gently. Yeah, yeah. Gently's one, yeah. And they sound, like, just so different <laughs> from how they, like, were finalized. Definitely. That it's not even the same song at that point. It's really just a glorified demo tape. Yeah. Is, I think, what Mate, Feed, Kill, Repeat really was. Like, even, like, half the lineup on that album or whatever, or that EP, was not even on the self-titled album. Yeah, I think it's just like three of the members that were from that one that was on, you know, the actual self-titled, something like that. Yeah, it, it was definitely not the same lineup, and that's probably why it sounded so different. Yeah, Slipknot, great entrance band. I saw them in Birmingham at uh, BJCC Arena. Oh, wow. Uh, with uh, Wage War in, in this moment. Yeah, I wanted to go to that so bad. It was so, so good. So I, expensive. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, do you know, uh, do y'all know Seasick Records uh, down in Birmingham? Yeah. Well, our CD that we had was up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, uh, they did like a giveaway 
for it on Facebook or whatever. And I entered it, and I just forgot about it. Turns out I was, like, the only one who entered it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I, I woke up, and, like, I got, like, an email at midnight. It's like, congratulations, you're going to go see Slip. And I'm like, oh, great. When is it? Tomorrow. I'm like, oh, right. okay. <laughs> so I had to, like, drive back from here to Birmingham, like, last minute. So I got to go to that show for free. That is awesome. Uh, nice. Which I'm a massive Wage War fan. Me too. And I had no idea that they were playing because I didn't even look at the – I assumed I wasn't going, so I just like saw Slipknot was on it. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I wonder who's gonna be there." I open and see Wage War. I'm like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think that was initially it was supposed to be Ginger. It was playing, Ginger, and then the, the war in Ukraine, and they couldn't get out of Ukraine, so yes. uh, Wage oh, War shit. stepped in, and it's kind of ironic name wise. Um, <laughs> but it's just, but yeah, uh, they did great. I saw Ginger in December um, with Pod of all bands, um, and they were killer. They were so good. Huh. It's unfortunate I couldn't see them in an arena, but I think uh, it was at the Tabernacle in Atlanta, if you guys know where that is. Oh, yeah. I've been uh, there a couple I've times. Haven't been there. It's, I haven't been there? Mm-hmm. I'll definitely recommend it if you get the chance. It, it's an old like church from, I think, like 1800s, maybe oh. 1900s. and oh. So it's got all like the stained glass in it still is in it. Is it the creepy one with like the creepy bathroom? Uh, I think you're thinking of the Masquerade. Uh, <laughs> masquerade has a creepy bathroom. It's a very sketchy okay. bathroom. So Slipknot was your introduction. Yeah. What about you guys? What was your like gateway bands that really like? Because you said Tony Hawk uh, yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, a bunch of those bands. Oh. Ramones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ramones, Misfits. So those bands like we're really like the start of kind of like the punk scene but your guys your style is a bit harsher than oh, those bands <laughs> that's a way bit what influences between like ramones was it like was slipknot also an influence for you guys or what other like heavier influences kind of played See, into I, I got into bands like kids like us and trash talk and like hard you know just fast hardcore bands and stuff. early like late 90s early 2000s like, yeah Early two thousand, maybe mid two thousands. Okay, so like, were you ever into bands like uh like Misery Signals or like Counterparts or bands like uh, that? Th- yeah. So how did you guys all meet? How did that come to be? <laughs> he uh he was booking shows when I was like fourteen. Yeah, I used to uh, book hardcore shows out of my trailer. Actually, one of my bands, my first hardcore band, Valhalla. We used to play along with the friend, our old drummer. Actually, his band Unity. There's a couple other bands that we would mix. Every now and then we'd get a couple tour bands to come in. And, uh, yeah, it used to be pretty crazy. Small trailer with, like, 50 kids in there bleeding, and it was fun. Yeah. And then how did you meet these two? Uh, we're brothers. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah they're brothers. Two oh, right, man. <laughs> so you Not met... the same thing for him. With okay. So yeah. did you meet him first and then introduce him to him later on, or how did that happen? Uh, yeah, I think I, I met. Think, yeah, I think yeah, I knew you before I knew Josh. I brought oh, for sure. yeah Josh around. So was this in like Birmingham, or was this like a different area outside? It's See, about we, an hour out of Birmingham, a place called West Blockton, out in the yeah, middle yeah, yeah. of nowhere. Just yeah, yeah. I, I've I think I've been through there. I haven't like really stopped through there, but like I've been through that area <laughs> yeah. before. There's definitely nothing there. Nothing, absolutely <laughs> nothing. Trees and a Dollar General, I think. See, mm-hmm. I live closer to. Tuscaloosa, so. So, you guys all met at this, like, you were booking shows out of a a trailer park, which is very interesting. So, how has the evolution of DIY shows affected you guys? It's been wild. There's there's always a bunch of ups and downs in the scene and stuff. You know, it's, right now, it's it's awesome. So, I'll say that. This, the show tonight in Montgomery is, like, the first one I've ever had a part in helping with. I have... Two shows booked ever, this one and a house show in March. 
So I have those two right now. But that's that's it. Like that's the only two shows I've ever helped book or have booked. So you guys are on the first one that I've ever helped done, which is super sick. I'm very happy to have you guys on. And you said earlier this was the first time in Montgomery just for you guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh has this been like a spot that you guys have been wanted to play for a while or did it just kind of fall in your lap? I think we uh once we started seeing like all the punk shows like you know punk rock bands playing just seeing all the stuff starting up, you know, you always want to go to new places, new cities. So and you guys played Hattiesburg 3 days ago in Mississippi. <clears throat> yeah. And from what I've heard that show went great. Oh yeah. And especially for a place that just doesn't have a scene like yep. so how how did that come about how did that show really kind of fall in your lap well i became I, I met the dude that booked the shows you know just went from there they figured out i was in a band and they were starting the scene up there themselves with their friends they've been popping off up there and it's wild and where did you guys play at like what was the place called uh, the Switchyard. 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 Super, I was about to say. Super cool place. It's like an old industrial building with all these like drill presses and everything. They turned it like a little bar, built the stage in. It was probably one of the coolest venues I've ever played, personally. Oh, yeah. That's super sick. That was awesome. Who, uh, who'd you guys play with? Uh, I know Topsoil was on it. Uh, and then what Carrots was it? Big Love. Okay, yeah. That was the one I couldn't think of. Yeah, they're like a post-punk band. For, I think they were from Wisconsin. Yep. Really cool. Really wow. cool people. It was a fun show. I want to know how they got put on that, because that's very out of the way. It really is. I guess they were touring, and uh, I got, like, got in touch with our friend Luna, and she put it together. For now, so you guys have one EP out currently. Do you guys have any future plans right now for other albums or releases? We've been trying. Uh, we just... Members just keep dipping out, and we gotta, you know, keep doing that. So it's just a constant battle of relearning the songs, you know, constantly. On this next block, we are gonna take a look at the first song from the band Power Sync. We're gonna talk a little bit about how it was written instrumentally, lyrically. So if you're interested in that, don't go anywhere. That was the song Opinions by the band Power Sync, and they're here to talk a little bit about that track specifically and how it plays into the album, or the EP, sorry, The Fool. So that song, how did that one come about, especially for a minute-long song? What was the writing process behind that? Well, we write, we write separately. They, they usually write the uh, instruments, and then I'll throw in the lyrics uh, later, so... We're kind of just random. We're kind of all over the place with the with the writing. Uh, we'll get together. And we'll we'll play around, you know, for 
like a week with it or something. So the yeah. so this song started with the guitar first, you would say. Yeah. And so I noticed that like, and this is kind of a common thing among like most punk bands mm-hmm. that the songs are relatively short, and it's oh, kind yeah. of always just been that way. Mm-hmm. Was that kind of when writing this EP, did you intentionally want to keep it that way, keep it just short to the point, or did it sort of just kind of go that way? You felt like you didn't have to add anything extra. Yeah, uh, I've always liked the shorter songs, so figured just write 15 short songs instead of six, you know. Right, right. And that, so there's five songs on the EP, right? Five? And so all of those. Would you say all of those are written kind of at the same process of like guitar first and sent to the other members afterwards? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, cool. And so that that process seems to have worked. Like, I mean, everything runs very smoothly. Production's great. And moving on to like a little bit more technical stuff, who did the mixing and like mastering for this EP? Uh, this dude, our old, our first drummer knew. I think his name's Jonathan. Can't. Is it? Is that it, sounds it, right. Yeah. I think his name's Jonathan. Uh, he was just a buddy that uh, was in a metal band, and he, you know, he just knew what he was doing. He came out and brought all of his stuff over and recorded us, which is cool. And when was this uh, recorded? Mm, probably about a month before we released it, I would say. Okay. Uh, two, uh, 2020. 2020? Okay, so that's also interesting. So this came out in 2020. Which month did this come out? Uh, August, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was. It's been so, so long. So, yeah, yeah it, it was me, August. Yeah. So it was August. So that was around the time, at least in Alabama, where things kind of reopened, sort yeah. of, but like kind of got shut back down again uh, just a couple weeks later. Did you feel that like putting out the EP in 2020 – was more of just kind of a personal decision to just say, hey, I want to have something out there, or did you expect it to actually gain attention during that time period with everyone indoors? Yeah, I, th- I think we were just like, well, we've been working hard since like 2019 to get it going, so we were like, we need to release something, and then we knew we weren't going to play a show for, you know, yeah. a questionable amount of time, so we just did that, released it, and we'd hope we'd get some shows by releasing that so how long after if you can remember did you get your first show after putting that out there well for a while it was like frowned upon to play a show so we didn't play a show till may of 2021 Mm -hmm. so that was our first show back okay but with a whole new lineup of band members because yeah so you two were in the on the the full uh, were you also on that EP as well, or you don't no. remember? Okay, I, I didn't come in until the end of 2021, like December 2021. Yeah, and I yeah. come in on bass and then now drums. Okay, yeah. Do you plan to stick with drums, or you want to go back to bass? Okay, Absolutely. so sticking with drums. Yep. Okay, so are you guys in like looking for a new bass player currently, or we have one. Uh, she's just very busy. She's in Skeptic and really? Kamikaze oh. Zombie. Who? Was your like band that helped you get into Birmingham DIY? Like your first friends that you made? Uh, see, we started playing music like 2009 in just different bands. So we've always just had, you know, homies that played music and stuff like that. 
because we'd probably be about the same yeah. around that time. Talking, like going back then, or talking for like just power sync? Yeah, just uh, just overall. power sync. Well, it can be just that. power sync, but yeah. if you guys want to talk about further back, you can do that too. Well, I'd say for like power sync, it would probably be Kamikaze Zombie because you know Clint's always looking out for us, helping us out with stuff. So yeah, about the time we played that first show with them at the Nick, that you know everything started really booming. Yep, them raise hell, which is now. Pickaxe. Uh, oh, Pickaxe. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know uh, uh, Seth? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that guy. He's, yeah. he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Pickaxe is really like, taken off yeah. too recently. I remember when they were raised hell oh, yeah. as yeah. well. They played at, at the firehouse with All In. Yeah, yeah guys, we, we grew up listening to All In or yeah, watching yeah. All In and yep. stuff. We'd like to get them down here at some point just to have have a more Birmingham representation here. So it's, it's really cool to have you guys here because y'all are the only Birmingham band on tonight's show. So we have one from Auburn, you guys from Birmingham, and two from Huntsville. I have a little bit, like, a segment laid out here talking more about, more in-depth in Birmingham and, like, how you guys got involved with it. So, but to start it off before before break, what was kind of your gateway, like, your start? Like, where did you start playing at in Birmingham? Definitely, or with Power Sync, our first show was the Firehouse. But, like, in general, we played house shows so much like in our first bands and stuff and that's what got us into playing shows in general so yeah back in those days like all we had we had the fish which you know was had yeah to be a that, Christian that was probably my first venue it was cave, yeah cave nine was a hard place to get shows on so we mostly just played like i said my house and other house shows it yeah. started off, and then, you know, here recently, Birmingham seems taken off, and there's a lot more venues, a lot more people doing a lot of work to make it grow. And Yeah, like True Story, that's yeah. that's been popping off. And then Blaze from No Cure is doing a lot. It, man. He's, uh, he's trying to come down here for a No Cure show eventually. We're trying to put together something, but we don't have anything yet. So That would, sick if, that would be sick if they came out. It'd blow yeah. up for sure. How much has the scene really blown up? Because you guys have been involved with it more and longer than I have. You guys have been a band when I was, like, started in bands when I was in, like, first grade, 2009, <laughs> which is surprising. But uh, obviously, I had no idea what was going on at the time. So how has it really changed from when you guys started playing music to, to like, now? There's definitely a lot more venues and stuff. Uh, there's a lot more people actually trying to book shows instead of just one or two people trying to find venues for shows. There's actually, you know, so many people doing it, uh, you know, in and around Birmingham. It's just, it's been fire. Uh, so you listed off a bunch of, like, newer venues that are just popped up randomly. And I didn't see them coming, but did you have, like, kind of keep track of, like, the new venues kind of popping up? Or uh, really any of you guys, have you guys been keeping up with, like, the new venues popping up in the area and who plays there? We definitely try to. They they just keep popping up. Like we're about to play in April a place called the Bosses Lounge, mm. and I've never even heard of that before. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I've I've been to it once, but it was like an EDM type party. Huh. But uh, like that show's gonna be huge. You know, we're playing with Dead Reckoning. Uh, oh, you playing? With, oh, is this the one with Order of Elijah? Yes, it is. Actually. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I've never been to that place. Nice. I've been there, like I said, I've been there once and it was not anywhere near like a metal show, so I don't know what to expect. Uh, our friend Sucker Punch played there last weekend, I think. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, Sucker Punch is uh, another band that I like. I've seen their logo around a lot. 
I've listened to a couple of tracks of theirs. How do you guys like know each other? Just kind of running same circle or did y'all know each other from previous uh, projects? Yeah, we just played, I think it was the plaza was, together. Yeah, yeah we played the plaza, plaza together and they, they're just real nice people. Yeah. Well, also Seth from Pickaxe did vocals That's for right. them for yeah. a little while. So I guess that kind of That's pretty much what got us connected. Yeah, I totally forgot that he did that yeah. because Raise Hell and like Pickaxe have just kind of, that's been his main focus yeah. for like all time whenever he was a vocalist. So it's very interesting to hear about people who are in other projects that you may have never heard of. So have you guys like, this would probably be pretty random, but like, have you guys played a show with a band and like you knew the member, but you didn't know they were in the band beforehand? Or is that just kind of? Yes. Oh, really? Uh, well, I mean, I I, I played, uh, I worked with. Oh, you're talking about li- uh, Living in Fear. Living in Fear. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I worked with the guy at uh, Chili's like <laughs> 10 years before, and then he's on stage, and I'm like, is that? <laughs> and uh, I don't even remember his name, man. Andre. <laughs> oh, yeah, Andre, yes. Yeah. Andre. Yeah. Is that band still around? Are they still going? Uh, I think so. I think I've seen him on a flyer here recently. Huh, okay. And so you guys play, obviously because you guys are punk, but you also play like on mixed bills for like, oh, yeah. like metal and stuff like that. Did that just kind of come around naturally, or did you make a conscious decision to say, hey, I want to be on more metal bills as a punk band? Well, we just don't really deny shows as much. Like, So if people hit us up, we're just going to go play. People hit us up all the time. We don't ever know what we're going to go play with, and we'll show up. That's how you got to Montgomery. That's, that's yeah. basically how that happened. Yeah. I was, but me and Cody were both talking to two separate people about this show yeah. and didn't realize until like I'd sent like you know our logo or whatever to Devin, and you know we're finalizing. So I wait, I'm booking a show that night. I'm like, wait a minute, and it was the same show. So, <laughs> yeah. Just talking to two different people. That's awesome. Like, yeah. I remember he told um. What was it? I think I was talking to one of the members of Septarian, I think, uh, just kind of like over Messenger or something like that. This, but this was before Devin told me that he like got them confirmed because it wasn't like officially on there yet. And I was like, yeah, so I'm working on something right now for February 18th. And Montgomery's like, oh, I think I am too. It was like, that's interesting. Where, where are you playing? I was like, the Sanctuary. I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> it's like, uh, so talking about shows and being put on shows you say you just do not deny them like at all is there has there been reasons that you have had to deny shows uh uh, already being on shows and i don't know say we're going like three hours this way and it's you know three hours that way so we wouldn't want to do all the traveling or you know just money i guess that's fair yeah so have you guys ever thought about like doing a tour at all like, just kind of like a southeast run of shows, maybe? We did a f- little Florida four-day tour in 2021, I think it was, the end of it. How did that go? Was that It was positive? decent. Uh, the biggest show of the tour, the studio guy wanted me to use his equipment, and it, it was bad. It was very <laughs> bad. It, it was... Probably the worst, you know, we've ever sounded. So, so uh, did you? So you just had no choice. You just did not have any extra. I could. I probably could have went to the van and got it, but it's like you know, we were doing like a fifteen twenty minute set. Uh, so, yeah, no reason. That's that's fair. I, I saw you guys' videos on DIY Huntsville, 
or DIY Live. Uh, I forget the guy's name who runs that, but he's a very cool guy, and he gets a lot of really sick videos. So I forget the venue that you guys played at. It looked kind Copper of Top. Copper Top, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where is that at? Huntsville. That is Huntsville. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've never been to that like area. I don't know if they're are they twenty one up only or do they? Yeah. Do they age? Okay, that's uh, fair. Is it? Okay. Yeah, the bar, the bars are. I think there's uh, Insanity. I think it's all ages. Insanity is all ages. Yeah. Yes. That place is. And there's another one. I forgot what it's called. We're playing there in March. They're, they're trying to get, you know, doing shows like that up there, but I think it's all. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. That's like, what, Scottsboro? Or something, something, yeah. So it's also, like, around the Huntsville area? Yeah. So how often have you guys gone that far up north to play shows? We've played a lot up there. For, like, two months of 2022, they just kept yeah. hitting us up, wanting us to come back, so we just kept coming. Okay, that's good. So, like, that that's what you want. Like, you want to play somewhere once and everyone's like can i get you back here oh yeah so it's good that you guys are now you're branching out like as you said florida and like mississippi now have you guys played georgia at all we have not played georgia we played tennessee and arkansas oh how did those go really good tennessee was insane people were knocking over the drum set (laughs) and all kinds of stuff so that was sick which city was was it in tennessee murfreesboro oh oh that's that's very random. How did that happen? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember how that one happened, but uh, they just hit us up, and they have a huge punk scene. It, really? It's insane up there. That's such a random spot, which I've noticed. But also, it's a college town, Middle Tennessee. But one thing that I think would be cool, I don't know if it'd be possible, but do like a show or a tour where it's nothing but like universities. Hell I yeah. think that'd be super sick. Yeah. So you guys are already here, like, in the studio here in Auburn. And now, so we get, like, an Auburn show going, and then, like, maybe go to, like, I don't know, like, Georgia Tech, and then, like, up to, like, Middle Tennessee, and then something like are, that. Are they cool enough here to let you put a show? Uh, I put on one house show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have, yeah, yeah, that one was pretty fun. Two hardcore bands, and it was mixed genres. So two hardcore bands, one pop punk band, and one regular punk band. So that was a very interesting combo, oh, but it sounds it, fun. It was, and like it like really appealed to just multiple people. Yeah. If you could bring any of your friends' bands from Birmingham to play with you in other cities, who would you bring with you? I'd probably be Pickaxe. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd like I to have Pickaxe. That. Wait, how did you guys meet Pickaxe first? Like, or like when they were raised hell? How did you guys meet? Just kind of. Um, we played our first show at our our buddy's memorial. Well, it was 2021, I think, and it was with Raise Hell at the time, Strangle You, and Slam Brigade. So I've heard the name Slam Brigade. I haven't heard their their stuff. Are, are they still around? Are they, they are. They they uh, broke up initially in like 2016, I think it was. Oh, okay. Dang, I was kind of hoping to like that. That sounds like a cool name. <laughs> Wait, they, uh, <laughs> I would have hoped to see them. The guitarist of No Cure with the drummer. Oh, uh, Aesop? Aesop. Really? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't they... Did they do the um, the reunion show at the Firehouse this past mm. uh, with Earthworm and all them? No, nah, oh. that was uh, Living Tragedy. Living Tragedy, that's right. Yeah. Or, play drums for them at the time, which is super sick. We're going to head into this final block here. We're going to talk about one more song by the band Power Sync. So if you want to hear that, then don't go anywhere.
that was the song Puppet Master by the band Power Sync. And so I think we talked a little bit about this earlier, but is the writing process for this one basically the same as Opinions? Uh, Pretty much. You know, okay. We just got together and I always start with like a bass rift or whatever, and then we'll, we'll get together and we'll kind of just build it from there. And, and vocally, this song's a little bit longer, like lyrically. Like, what are they about? Um, uh, just it's it's government stuff. Government stuff, yeah. <laughs> that's how that's how punk happened. Yeah, basically. But one thing that I thought was pretty interesting that you said was it feels weird listening to the old stuff that you may have put out. Mm. Like, how is it weird personally? Is it just because you felt you've grown as a band, or that you do it differently now? Or yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a little bit of that. It's it. You know, we sound just so much different now. And uh, I've also listened to that stuff so much that it's just like it's, a little bit weirder. You said off air that you had how many new songs that you guys were like working on? Uh, all together, before our, our last drummer dipped out on us, we had fifteen uh, all together. Are any of those like saved and like plan to like release them later on? Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep them. And you know, once he learns all of them good and then we get our basses down we're gonna record it and all that so how is like the new stuff different from that first ep it's not as much that it's different it's just you know it feels it like, feels different yeah yeah it feels a lot different. personally i also like my vocals were so much different back then uh and i do my vocals a lot different and they sound a lot different to me now it just doesn't it, it sounds weird for me to listen to myself all that so it was like the the vocal style back then was it changed due to like improper technique or did you just like the sound better yeah it was improper technique improper <laughs> technique okay i was like i was, I was screaming my vocals out every every practice and no i mean it came out like with a very aggressive sound on the ep and so it sounds really good yeah. but i could definitely see where you're coming from being like oh that really hurt me that really <laughs> tore me up i'm happy i don't do that yeah anymore yeah. so it's like because as you said it's newer and we haven't heard the new stuff yet like it's not been tracked yet yeah is it more kind of like lower register vocals or how is it kind of different just uh i just feel like the technique has been i i've just refined my my voice better so that i don't destroy it it's that's probably a little it's yeah. a little bit lower a little lower than you were on the ep yeah that's... also we have a live version of one of the newer songs on the birmingham punk rock compilation by what is it obs yeah mm -hmm. Coming out. Yeah, I believe so. There's how many of those are there now? Two or three? Because I remember like Seasick carried cassettes of like some of them. I know there's yeah, two. There sure, might yeah. be a third one. I don't know. Sure, who's the guy who puts those together? Who's the um? What's his name? Like, I'm not totally sure to be honest. I don't. I don't know the guy who like produces them. But I think I know Brian Burks is you know involved in i guess putting it together and then i think he just produces another guy i'm not really sure i don't want to have that wrong and you know get crucified online when this gets released no it's it's all good it's all good i mean <laughs> it's all like insider stuff i think yeah. but the only one that could you know be upset about is maybe the one putting it together yeah. i know it's obs records that's what OBS. i just don't know the guy's name OBS yeah. Records. Okay, that's really cool. Have you? I I don't know too much about OBS. Like I think this is like maybe the second time I've ever heard of them. Do they just handle distribution, or do they like also record and like help with the recording hmm. process and stuff? I'm not sure. I don't know. I know, I know the guy's either. got something with Steven from uh, Grasping at Pieces. I don't. I think it's a band though. 
that's been released under that label, but I, as far as that, I really don't know. Huh, okay. I think that would definitely be worth like looking into, though. Uh, I think there is not enough groups in Birmingham, I think, that like really focus on like distribution and helping share around bands. It's really just word of mouth. And like individual people being like, "Hey, check out this band," Man. or "I'll share this band." Like on Facebook, Facebook's a massive tool in like the Birmingham DIY scene because you have like the North Alabama hardcore group, and then you have like the the Firehouse group as well, which Firehouse played a plays a massive part in the scene as oh, yeah. as you guys also know. I remember I saw um, Aesop put together a fundraiser that like somewhat recently and i had like the different band the logos shirts, yep. on the back of it which i want to get one of those those are very sick yeah. they are i wanted to uh, as well i was broke sick. around but that time though they gotta they gotta put uh, on the next one they gotta put you guys on it <laughs> they, gotta, they gotta put your logo which that that's another thing you guys have one of the most unique logos that i like ever seen from a band her so, brother drew it for us really so. okay but, dang he's not here to tell us about that <laughs> <laughs> so was it kind of like did you have a concept going into it, or did you just let him handle he, uh, One day, he literally, he just messaged me and sent the logo, and he was like, oh, I just randomly did it, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm going to use that. It definitely, it's very unique. I've never seen a logo in the shape of a butterfly. Yeah. That is very, like, interesting. I, I Maybe maybe people should do more uh, animal logos going forward. Maybe that maybe y'all would be the starting trend <laughs> for the sick. animal logos going forward. We got to make one that's like I don't know a tiger one. We got to do like a piranha one. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> a piranha one would be sick. That would be <laughs> maybe like uh, I don't know. I can't say elephant. Because well, I guess the elephant. band Fish kind of has one. Yeah, it's like really? a fish, but <laughs> it's it's like a concept that like sounds cool but isn't like executed as much. Yeah. I don't. I, it's probably just kind of hard to execute. I, it. I feel like it would be kind of difficult. Like a lot of band names, like you know, if, especially if you got a long name, like the, I don't know, contort that into an animal. I don't yeah, know. I, but <laughs> but like every two thousand and seven, verbing the noun band or something <laughs> like that, and it's all one letter, like sky eats airplane or something like yeah. that, or it's like all just one word. <laughs> it's like trying to contort that. Put Sanguiza Gabog on a <laughs> animal. <laughs> Their their logo's already hard enough to read. I don't yeah, know what's going yeah. on with that. Like, I would never yeah. be able to read that yeah. for even money. I remember, what was it? Because Blave was, like, he brought them to Firehouse. And I showed up to it, and it already sold. He oversold oh, it. Yeah, we were at page five, six came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, dude, oh. and they oversold that. Yep. And I was like... So can I get in? He's like, no. I'm like, all right. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, it's all right. But that I really, that's so cool that Hate Five Six came down for this. Like, they go to like all these places. They were, they didn't even do Furnace Fest. So like seeing them at yeah, the firehouse. I didn't yeah, think that, about that. That's that, surprising. It was awesome. That show was a the battle zone. Man. It was crazy in there. I oh, saw yeah. the videos of like Wielded Steel playing <laughs> oh, yeah, that and no. I was like, oh my God. They threw out swords. <laughs> <and everything>. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Because they're, um, they're also starting uh, their spring break tour at the firehouse with uh, Fallen and a couple other bands as well. But they're drummers. Cyrus is yeah. actually on tour now with... Oh, wait. Was it after... He did do I a know it. for Apprehend. I know it did feel... He, um, oh, no, no. Your Spirit Dies. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. He's on tour now with Your Spirit Dies for North Carolina Run, which is very interesting. That's dope. I, I, yeah. he, he's such a nice guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's, like, one thing about Birmingham. Uh, like, especially... You guys are an example of this. 
it just feels so much nicer. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's like if you walk into the firehouse, you're immediately extended family. I mean, it's just yeah. it's the only spot that's been around in Birmingham for as long as it has been. Yeah, that sure. may be the nick. I was young going to see like ceremony and dead end path at the firehouse. And... Jeez, I mean that's that's wild. That and the nick are the only two places I can think of that were like around for that long. They're still going. Yeah. Today. I, I can't think of any more. I can't either. It, oh, no. What was it? Ghost Train shut down. Ghost they Train. Shut, ghost uh, train or one, what? One of one of those what? venues did, and then they moved it, and then they had to shut down or drop all the shows or something. I don't know. Oh. There's a I few venues that. that I, said, I went to the Fourth of July show at Ghost Train with Apprehend and Joy Boy and. That, that was yeah. A blast. I remember that one. Yeah, that was fun. Been Ghost Train though. Oh man, I did. I mean, it could have been. I mean, that was fourth, last Fourth of July. Like, True. <laughs> a yeah. A lot of things happen in that amount of time. Well, it's unfortunate that like all these places are closed down. But one thing that hasn't closed down is your social medias. What social medias can our listeners follow you guys on? What do you have? Uh, we got Facebook and Instagram, and you have a TikTok. I do us. have a TikTok that I upload. It's my personal one, but it's a uh, Billy underscore P W R S N K. And I upload live videos, some practice videos, you know. I plan, I keep telling myself I'm going to shoot more, like us hanging out, doing stuff, but I never do. And then, so it just ends up live shows. But if you guys would also like to follow the show, you can follow The Core on Instagram at TheCore underscore 91.1 and our Facebook page at TheCore on WEGL 91.1. Guys, thank you so much for coming into the studio today. It was a really fun time. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. You guys are more than welcome to come back anytime you want to. So next week we'll be back Friday 6 to 7 p.m. I really hope to see you guys there. But for now, I greatly appreciate you all listening. This has been The Core with PowerSync.